Ladies and gentlemen, this is David Mirakatani with Matt Chat. Today, I'm really excited to be a, to be joined by my friend, Olympic champion, two-time world champion, and the newly named national developmental freestyle coach for USA Wrestling, Kevin Jackson. KJ, I know you're swamped. Thanks so much for making or carving a few minutes out for me today. Uh, no problem, Dave. I appreciate you calling and, uh, and being on your show. No, no, it's it's my pleasure. I know you guys are getting ready to go to Finland and all these other things. I just kind of wanted to let you give people a quick update of what's going on with uh, the cadet and world teams and, and how your role is going to work in this. So what's uh, what's the timetable here for the next week or so for you guys? Well, um, I'm with the junior team right now. We just finished up our uh, our world team training camp, and the guys had a had a great camp. I thought their attitudes were were perfect, and um, uh, they did everything we asked them to do. And they're just a special group of kids. Um, but we're leaving tomorrow morning, 4:30 a.m. Uh, we take off for Denver's airport, and uh, we fly out of Denver uh, onto Helsinki, uh, Finland. And so, world championships are going to be the first and second um, of August. And, uh, and I think the guys are really ready for it. But there's a lot of things going on, Dave. i got the resident program. i got the cadets. i got the senior-level program that I'm playing a role with. And so um, so things are moving fast and furious. Yeah, and, you know, we talked about this off-air. It's kind of a crazy thing where you jump right into the middle of the fire, do your absolute best to help the USA and these kids achieve their goals, and then you kind of come back afterwards, excuse me, reassess the situation, and and then I assume you'd be working with folks like Joe Russell and Cody Bickley. Is is that how it's kind of going to go? Oh, for, for sure. I, I've already worked both with uh, Cody and you know, uh, guys, and, and, and Cody's just um, uh, any questions I have and any uh, any problems or anything that I don't know from being away for so long, uh, he just fills in the gaps and makes things a lot easier and a lot smoother for me. I've never worked with Joe Russell before, but I've known him for years. Uh, when he was an athlete and then he was a coach at Minnesota, but he's just an outstanding uh, man and um, a guy I'm going to really, really enjoy working with. And I think uh, what Bill Zadick has done with this staff um, between me and Joe and himself, I think, um, I think it's a staff that's going to stay together for a while. And, um, and I know Bill's happy with, with the direction that, uh, that he's taken us in. Yeah. I got a chance to see Bill and Lincoln and he kind of hinted that, um, you know, he said, he goes, we definitely got the right guy for the job. And, Kind of had a big, big grin on his face. So yeah, I, I, I know you're right about that. For those people, that well, don't, you know me. Well, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, you know, you, you know, me and Bill go back a long ways. You know, Bill was a, a competitor on the scene when I was national coach, and you know, he didn't have his best performance in the 2001 World Championships. And I convinced him to come out and join our resident program out in Colorado Springs, and he joined our program. And in 2006, he became became a world champion. So he fulfilled his goal, fulfilled his mission. And uh, but we just we just always have gotten gotten along, um, even though he's a, a Hawkeye and I'm a Cyclone. Uh, <laughs> we've always gotten along, and, and, and we've always uh, thought about the same way. And I think uh, our philosophies are pretty similar. And on the technical skill, I think we teach a lot of the same stuff. And um, and and I think we know what it takes to be the best. And so um, so it's a, it's it's exciting being USA Wrestling working with Bill and Joe, Cody and everybody else that's that's on USA Wrestling staff. Yeah, for sure. And Andy Hamilton from track was up there shooting video at the training camp for the seniors. And, and he kind of said the same thing you did, whether you're a cyclone or a Hawkeye or a Nittany Lion or a Cowboy. Um, everybody sets that aside when, when you're wearing USA on the front of your singlet. So it's a, sure. and it's a cool story. You know, you help Bill achieve his goal. Um, for people that don't know, you were the, the resident coach from 98 to 2000. 
and you were the national freestyle coach from 2000 and 2008. So not only were you a world and Olympic champion, but you have literally been in the corner of guys like Kale Sanderson and Henry Cejudo, and you've coached next to guys like the legendary Bobby Douglas. I mean, I know you're not going to say this, but you're really just an unbelievable source of knowledge. And, and I know personally, not only is that amazing, but just the energy and the approach that you have with these young men, it, it's impossible to have a bad day if they're getting to hang around with you. I mean, I know this firsthand. So where do you think that energy comes from that, that you look at life in such a positive way? Well, well first of all, Dave, you're making me blush. And um, <laughs> secondly, I, I, I'd always, I, I've always enjoyed you and, and, and your family and, and you and Tori bringing, being roommates, I probably spent a little more time with around you than I did uh, those other freshmen when, uh, when you guys got on Iowa State's campus. But, you know, obviously I have a passion. I have a love of sport. Um, I, I've had great coaches, like you said. You know, there's not too many coaches that I haven't, you know, been coached by that are, you know, that, that the opportunity to work alongside of pretty much, you know, every coach in the circuit right now, especially more the, some of the more high-profile coaches, some of the coaches that um, are at universities as head coaches now. I, I coached them during their uh, world-class years and, and, and developed relationships with those guys. And so I've, I've just had a, a heck of an opportunity um, to be around quality, quality coaches, quality, quality athletes, athletes that have now become coaches. And it's exciting to even hear and see sometimes the things that, you know, that I talked to them about or some techniques that I shared with them, kind of hearing that same lingo that, uh, that I use with them here and then use it with their, with their current athletes. And so, um, and so you're right, Dave. I've, I've, I've been around a lot of good wrestlers and a lot of good, good coaches and, um, in, in wrestling world is, is, is just a great, it's great to be a part of it. So I'm exciting, excited to be uh, still a part of it at USA Wrestling. Yeah, and I just had Zeke Jones on a week ago, and I knew I was going to try to reach out to you and get you on. And to me, it's really interesting because Zeke went from being in that freestyle realm to coming obviously back to the college game, and now he's, you know, knee-deep in the weeds at Arizona State and, you know, with the recruiting and, you know, everything that's involved with being a head coach. And obviously you know the the joys and pains of that intimately. And, you know, you're intimately <laughs> and and you're going in the opposite direction. And you really both you started at USA Wrestling. Well, not started, but you were at USA Wrestling, then did the stint at Iowa State. Now you're coming back to USA Wrestling from a guy on the outside. This is what I see. And tell me, you know, please correct me. I think when you're in college, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, the number one job you have to do is recruit great talent. And then you have to develop that talent because it doesn't matter how great of a coach you are. If, you know, one or two or three schools are getting all the best kids, it's going to take a miracle to beat those guys on a consistent basis. At USA Wrestling, all the best guys come to you. And then it's a matter of just managing. I'm not saying it's easier. It's a completely different task, but it's a manager, uh, uh, matter, excuse me, of managing egos and expectations and creating cooperation and synergies. Do I have any sort of, you know, correct view of this or am I completely off base or? No, no. I, I I think you're right on top of it. I think you're, you know, right on top of uh, uh, of the athletes that I have a chance to work with on a daily basis at U.S. Wrestling, and then you know some athletes that you bring into your your, your program, reach uh, program. It's almost too so you're not the very best kid in the country that you have to develop, that you have to mold. But the big thing in college coaching, for sure, and you know this as well as I do, and that's why these RTCs are popping up everywhere, is recruiting. If you get the best athlete, 
going to have a pretty, pretty good chance. When we look at the team that have won over the last few years, and we look at, you know, when you, know, you can go back to when Tom Brands, um, you know, first got to Iowa. He had some good guys. He brought up Virginia Tech. It's pretty good. I mean, Iowa, but I'm pretty sure that the kids that are winning the ones are still back. If you look at the path of being the national championships, and you look at the overall roster guys are throwing out there, those guys were like the guys on junior level at the junior world team. They were already real good. And you put them into a program with a, with a coach that's most amazing. Well, I, I, well, I, I, think, I think your point is well taken about, you know, the athletes that I, I'm going to have a chance to work with at USA Wrestling and some of the athletes that I might have worked with when I was in college or, or, or some of the other colleges, the athletes that they're working with. My point is, is that the, teams that, the team that's winning the best national championship now they're getting the best kid. They're getting the number one. They're getting the kid that I'm working with, these junior-level uh, world team members. And so that makes it a little easier. So really in college, recruiting is a game. They're more so developing a kid uh, because they're coming in there motivated. They're coming in there just like just like now. I have my hands in the junior world team. All I have to do is point them in the right direction, and they're going to go out there and go to war. And that's what you see with the teams that win national championships now. They have the very best in the country. They were number ones coming into college, and they weren't going to be worse. So it's going to be the same thing and beating their whole lives. And they're going to win that Yeah, I think you're also, you yeah. know, dealing with a lot less. You know, you're not having to babysit these guys as much. I mean, the guys yeah. are at the world, you know, making national teams and trying to be world champions. They're not guys that you got to worry about them um, nope. drink, drinking exactly. and smoking and beating people up and doing yep. any of the wrong things that, Yep. That you know, it's yep. sort of the funnel of knuckleheads that kind of get out of the get out of the way. So I mean, no, you're exactly you're you're you're, you're exactly right. Didn't mean to cut, cut you off, but you're you're exactly right. And I think that was a challenge. That that's the challenge of the collegiate job is a management of seventeen to twenty three year olds <laughs> is is something that something I don't have to deal with, and I'm 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 happy about that. So you're you're exactly right. So that is that is the biggest difference between. USA wrestling and, and working a collegiate job. Well, you know, I coached in junior college for a long time, and I always told people that the best two and a half, three hours of the day are when the guys are in the room, and it and you're just praying to God every night that your phone doesn't ring after 11 o'clock at night because it's never good news in that situation where, you know, up there at the OTC, if somebody's calling you at 11 o'clock at night, it's probably because they want to watch tape or get another workout in or, you know, something positive instead of something negative, and I think – you know, all the garbage that goes with, with dealing with that stuff really wears you down. And I think this has got to be almost just a joyful position for you just to be able to pass along your attitude and your knowledge and, and just help these guys achieve their goals. Yeah, you're exactly right, Dave. Um, Chris Pendleton was just saying the other day that these guys, are, you know, they're, they're no work at all. You know, they're no maintenance. You know, you have those high-maintenance kids and these kids that we have that I'm working with, and even the cadet team, they've been no maintenance, and so, um, so definitely that that's you know that's the difference in the two jobs for sure. Yeah, and I, I just want to tell these guys if any of them are listening. Like I know, you know, when you get around guys that are legends, and I mean, I was you know shy as hell when I got around you back when I was 17. You know, now I'm I'm going to be 47 tomorrow. Now I'm not as scared to talk to you. But <laughs> 30 years will do that for you. But I, I would really right. encourage these guys. I mean, you're literally one of the most approachable guys I've ever met in my life that has the not only athletic resume, but coaching resume that you do. And and you're also the kind of guy that, I mean, I remember 
in practice, if, if, you know, I couldn't do the move the way you did it, but you knew I had to get it right, you'd find somebody else to teach it another way. So, I mean, I really hope, I know USA Wrestling understands what they're getting in you. I hope that the rest of the guys do as well. Where, where's that attitude come from where you don't, you know, you don't, I know a lot of people that are successful that, that feel like they have, like they have to act like they know it all. Why are, why are you so comfortable not being that way? Well, you know, I've, I've been around great people. I've been around great coaches. This wrestling, this wrestling has done a lot for me in my life and my family. Um, but the passion, the love, the respect I have for the game, the respect I have for the sport and, and what it's done for me and what it's, what it continues to do for me. Uh, I think I carry that with me every day. And, and, and I was, I was raised to, you know, to, to try my best and to go hard and try to win championships, but also uh, to recognize the bigger, more important things in life. And, uh, and wrestling is only sport. Uh, but it can teach us a, a heck of a lot. And I think what I try to portray is everything that wrestling's taught me. It's really well said. And, and it's not only well said, but you can tell if somebody's been around you for even a day or two, they, you know, they can tell that's actually how you live your life. Um, I know you only got a few more minutes. I just want to touch real quickly on the junior team in freestyle. Malik Heinzelman, Dayton Fix, Mitch McKee, Ryan Deacon, Mark Hall, Zahid Valencia, Colin Moore. Gable Stevenson, uh, I mean, you've been around, I mean, I'm mostly a lot of senior level teams, but you look at this team, you know, you're kind of getting your hands on them a little bit. What, you know, how excited are you about these guys? Hey, I would like to have these guys in a college room. You can forfeit the other two weights and win nationals, yeah, KJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had this team, dude, I'd probably be in Iowa State for 20 years. But, uh, at least five. But, uh, at, least <laughs> hey, at least five. At least five. At least five. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, these kids can wrestle. On a serious note, these kids can wrestle. They're highly motivated. They're intelligent. Um, they're humble. Um, you know, they're, they're no maintenance kids and they want to be great, man. They want to be world champions. And not only do they want to be world champions, they aspire to be Olympic champions. And so, um, so they're climbing that ladder and junior level world champions become senior level world champions. I, I truly believe that because it's fact and it, and it, it happens that way. And so we got Mark Hall that's already got a couple of junior level titles or a cadet in a junior level title. You got six that's been in the mix. You got, you got Gable Stevenson that's, uh, that's dominated the cadet level at the world championships. Malik, uh, has wrestled at the cadet level. Now he's moving up to the junior level. Colin Moore, you know, outstanding freshman year at Ohio State. Um, he's seen the world championships before and he knows what he expects. So we expect great things out of him. And then, and Zahid, um, is, has been in the mix of world championships. The only newcomer really is, um, is Ryan, Ryan Deacon and, and, and the kid to wrestle. I mean, he dominated at the trials and so, it's fun and exciting to be around these guys, and I, I don't let them forget how tough it's going to be to win a world championship. As good as you are, it's going to be very, very tough to take home that gold medal. It's going to be a war, and uh, uh, the best thing that I know is that the one thing I know about these guys is that they're ready to go to war. So, so it's an exciting time for me. I think these guys are truly blessed because you're right. They are no or low maintenance. I'm, I'm friends with Derek Fix. I know Dayton. Or Dayton. Um, I actually coached a kid against Malik Heinzelman in the trial finals, and that kid is legit. And obviously most of these other guys are in college and have had huge success already at the D1 level. People, you know, really know about them. I think the blessing they have is they look at a guy like you, and if you go, this works, well, it worked for you as an athlete, 
But then some people, yeah, but it's different now. Well, but it worked for you as a coach. You know, you coached the highest level guys to world titles, Olympic titles. You know, and then on top of that, you're a high energy guy and, and you're just a really cool dude to hang out with. So, <laughs> so well, I know you're going to, you don't have a lot more time, KJ. What else should we know about the trip? I mean, track wrestling is actually streaming all this. So what else can you kind of give our listeners kind of a flavor for uh, as you get ready to well, take off tomorrow? Well, I just think that um, it's going to be an exciting uh, tournament for our junior team. You know, I'm following the whirlwind a little bit. You know, I'm focusing on the junior team because that's what's at hand right now. But I come back um, on the 3rd um, of August, and we have our training camps. Um, after the working, networking training camp, uh, I head over to Germany to, to be with uh, the senior level uh, guys in our preparation for the world championship. And it's just a uh, uh, bill. Um, um, Bill was at it for uh, uh, those guys. And then we get back to Paris, and I take the guys over to Greece, the cadet kids over to Greece. And so, um, so it's a lot of international travel. It's, a, it's, a, it's an exciting time for the country. This is uh, the best time of year for me because you get to see the highest level of wrestling at every single level. And so, um, so it's fun. It's fun right now, um, but I can't wait for it to die down a little bit so I can really wrap my, my hands around um you know, the OTC and the things that need to be done within the wrestling program here in Colorado Springs as well. Well, I know it's going to be a whirlwind for you for the next five, six weeks, KJ, and, and I totally appreciate you coming on the show. I'd love to talk to you again in September when things have kind of died down and you've got the roadmap laid out and you could come on the show and talk to people more about, okay, now that we're not sprinting a 1,000 miles an hour, Here's what we're going to do to upgrade things, you know, try to make us the best, you know, team in the world at the developmental level. So, I, you know, I, and I know you'll carve out time for us. You've always been so generous that way. I want to, first of all, congratulate you on the job. I can hear in your voice how excited you are. And, and as a guy that was a mentor to me, I'm super happy for you. Uh, number two, uh, wish you the best of luck and safe travels. And three, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, David, it's been a pleasure, and you know uh, I got love for you and your family. You guys have always treated me treated me great, and um, always give your mom a hug when I see her. So. <laughs> for sure, man, she loves you too. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the show, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the great Kevin Jackson. I'm David Maricatani. This was Matt Chat. Speak to y'all next week. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.